turn quickly in your Bibles to the book of Luke, chapter 3. We will be going quickly from that to the 19th chapter of Luke, the book of Luke, chapter 3 and verse 8. The Bible says, and this is John the Baptist speaking, John the Baptist says, Bring forth therefore fruits worthy of repentance, and begin not to say within yourselves that we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. And then in the book of Luke chapter 19 and verse 40, it is now Jesus' turn to speak. And the Bible says, And Jesus answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, again speaking, he said, the stones would immediately cry out. With the help of the Holy Ghost, I'm going to preach to you tonight the prophecy of the stones. If you're going to help me tonight, you can be seated. As one begins to read Matthew's recording of an instance of John the Baptist in Matthew chapter 3, verses 5 through 9, they will find that, that John the Baptist is going to and fro from Jerusalem and throughout Judea around the region of Jordan, and he is baptizing all of these people. He is taking these people and baptizing them in the river of Jordan. And they will find an instance in the 8th verse where John the Baptist notices that there have been a couple of people come to watch him perform these baptisms. And the Bible records that these people are Jewish Pharisees and Jewish Sadducees. And upon noticing these people, John the Baptist begins to talk to these Pharisees and Sadducees, and he makes this statement. He says, to think not within yourselves that we have Abraham to our father. He then goes on to say, for I say unto you that God is able of these stones. He points to maybe a stony place beside him, and he says, God is able of these stones to raise up children unto Abraham. Now go with me, keeping that in mind just a few verses later where the Bible records Jesus' baptism. And of course, we all know the story that the dove descended. And after that, a voice came from heaven. But not long after that, Jesus begins his ministry at the young age of 30 years old. And during this time, the Bible records that he was led into the wilderness where he fasted 40 days and he was tempted of the devil. He began to preach in the synagogue. He, was, he, he began to cast out devils. He healed the leprous people. He caused the lame to walk and he caused the dumb to talk. He raised the dead. But after all those things, we get to a point where eventually, uh, recorded in the 37th verse of the 19th chapter of Luke, that Jesus is making his way from teaching and healing at Zacchaeus' house as he, he begins a journey through Jericho and down the Mount of Olives on his way to Jerusalem. And the Bible says in Luke chapter 19 and 37 through 40, that when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice saying, with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen. Now understand with me that this multitude of disciples were not any people, but they were that chosen people. They were the Jewish people that were praising Jesus with a loud voice. And they were saying, Blessed be the King that cometh in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And then the Bible records that just as it happened to John, 
Pharisees came out from among to watch what had happened. They watched the multitude and they said to Jesus, Master, rebuke your disciples. But it was then that Jesus, using the very same metaphor that John the Baptist used, he answered them and said, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones, he pointed again to stones, would immediately begin to cry out. Now listen, listen. I, like many of you, have heard this text preached, exhorted, and quoted many times. An infinite amount of times have I heard this. And understand with me tonight that I've been in this thing for a long time. From the time I was born, I was born into Pentecost. I've heard messages preached about these stones. And now I've been to services, services that have been so powerful that they shook the foundation of the walls that I stood in. I've been to services so strong that praise and worship broke out for hours. I've been to services so great that I've watched people dance and scream and shout. And praise and worship, I've watched all of these things. But there's one thing that I've never seen. Now listen to me, there's one thing I've never seen. While I have been at these services where the praise was great, there is a contradictory service that I've been to. I've been to services so dead that you can literally hear a mouse licking eyes. I've sat in services that were twice dead and plucked up by the roots. I've sat in services where absolutely nothing was happening. And although I've been in these dead services, there is something I begin to notice. I have never seen a stone cry out. I've never seen an inanimate object begin to praise him and worship him. So it begs the question, what did Jesus mean when he said that these stones will cry out if they don't praise me? And if we ask that question, we have to ask the same question of John. John, what did you mean whenever you told those Jewish Pharisees and Sadducees, that God is able to raise up a people from these very stones. I've come to tell you tonight that I begin to ponder and to pray about these things that I read. And it came to my realization that although I've never seen a stone cry out and I've never seen a rock take the place of my praise, there are those times when nothing is happening, when the, abs- when the crowd is absolutely silent, when for some reason the, the masses are muted, if you will. But then and only then do you see that one person, that one person so overcome with the presence of the Holy Ghost that stands up and begins to praise his name, that, that, that one that wasn't meant to be chosen, that one that ain't never had a covenant with them that backslider that person that ain't never been saved they begin to praise and worship him so what was John saying whenever he said to the Pharisees and the Sadducees that God is able to raise up of these stones John was not saying that he was going to take the stones and create a people but what John was saying is he said I don't care if you don't praise him and you don't worship him and you aren't baptized in his name because God used that same dust to create the stones that he used to make Adam that he used to make Abraham and if he can use that dust to create Adam and Abraham he'll take these stones and he will have a people he will have a covenant and it wasn't just John that said it but Jesus confirmed it whatever Jesus said if these don't praise me if the ones that I burned to praise me don't if the ones that I created and covenant with me don't praise me these very stones will cry out I will have a people I will have a person 
I will have a people that are a people of the name. But it wasn't just there. Watch this with me now. Watch this with me now, what Brother Peter begins to preach in 1 Peter chapter 2. Understand that when Peter wrote this, he was writing a letter to the Christian church, not the Jews. He was writing mainly probably to Gentiles. Maybe a few Jews had been who had been converted to Christianity. But Peter writes in 1 Peter chapter 2 and 5, speaking to the Christian church, he said, ye also as lively Stones are built a spiritual house, a holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable unto God. Newsflash, I don't know if you've heard over two thousand, almost 2,000 years of preaching, but the Jews rejected him. The Jews denied him. So now it's our turn. It's your turn. You are that stone. You are that people. You are that nation. He wants a covenant, and it's your turn to take that covenant. You are the stone. So cry out. Cry out. Cry out. Peter didn't stop there. But in verses 9 and 10 of the very same chapter, Peter says, but you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him which has called you out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. Listen. Which in time past, we're not a people. But now... Are a people of God, which have not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. They rejected him. But John talked about it. He prophesied it. And Jesus confirmed it. You're the stones. You are the stones. You're the peculiar people. So cry out and pray. 